You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, very excited, very excited. So if you've listened to, uh, I think it was a episode ago that I released, or maybe two episodes ago, I released a excerpt of an old program that I once had called the Fearless Formula, which is all about how to build confidence and build self-esteem. And it was a 10-part series. And you know, no longer is it available for purchase. It's just not part of the program because we ended up putting something else in place in terms of talking about confidence. So we disbanded it, but it's still great material, still very helpful. And I still believe in everything I say in the program. And so I was going through it and I wanted to pick out the first module of the program and share it with you today. So the last one I put out was the second module. It was an interview with me and my brother who is a psychologist and he's a doctor. And we went over you know, some good things in terms of social anxiety. What I wanted to do was give you the very first module. So it's about an hour long and it's great from beginning to end. I, I just re-listened to it and I didn't make any edits to it. So you're going to get the whole thing. And it basically talks about the beginnings of fear and confidence, where fear comes from, how to conquer it, what the reality of fear is in your life, and specifically in terms of dating and women. So you're going to get a lot of really great information and tips on that. And then, of course, the beginnings to help build confidence and give you a formula for confidence. So I'm very excited that you finally get a chance to listen to this if you haven't already. I know some some guys have told me that they they went through the whole program when they originally got it, you know, a few years ago and they, and they really liked it. So that's why I wanted to to give you some of that right now. And I think you're really going to take a, a lot away from it because I know a lot of guys have a lot of fear in terms of socializing, meeting women and things like that. So you're going to get some good good tips. Now, if you want to work with me personally on this area, we could do that. All you have to do is contact me through the application form. So if you go to coachedbytrip.com, this is an opportunity for you to work with me one-on-one. So all you have to do is go to coachedbytrip.com and apply today so you and I can work together. Okay, And so what happens is I will look through all the applications. And if I see yours and it really resonates and you filled it out and you gave me a very a good understanding of where you're at, then you and I will get on the phone together. So it's not lottery. Don't worry. This is not at random. I do read every single application that comes in. Literally, I read every single one. I take the time to do that every week. And the ones that I don't pick are usually guys who, you know, just don't take it seriously or they're under 18. You know, when I say don't take it seriously, it means they're not really filling it out to their best of their ability. They're not really taking the time to really explain what their situation is and just kind of saying one words. And and I don't want that. I want guys who are serious because if you're serious about coaching, that's when you'll get the results you're looking for in terms of being able to meet more women, date more women, and have the dating life that you actually desire. So go ahead, go fill that out at coachedbytrip.com and you and I can hopefully work together and work on your fear in terms of socializing and approaching women and getting to the point where you want to be. For now, here is the module one of the Fearless Formula. I think you're going to like it. We are live right now doing a special live event here on YouTube. And we're also on Facebook. So I'm, I'm looking at, at both, uh, both areas right here. So we're live and we're doing something very special. There's a reason why I'm going live and doing this. This is going to be the start of a 10-week live event called the Fearless Formula. And I'm going to be presenting different information for the next 10 weeks all around the idea of becoming fearless, not only with women and dating, but in all the other areas of your life too. So I'm really excited to be doing this. And what we're going to do is we're going to be doing a Q&A at the end of this live 
uh, live show, basically. So I'll be giving you guys some content and be going over some really cool techniques and things that you can be using in your life to become more fearless. And then at the end, I know you guys are going to have questions. So on here on Facebook and here on YouTube, I'm going to be answering your questions. So you guys can chat right now to each other if you'd like, but I just want to let you know, I'm not going to be looking at the questions until I am done uh, giving some of the content. So just FYI. So if you have a question you want answered, it's best that you wait until later on. If you have something, you can put it in now, but it might be difficult for me to scroll all the way back because I know that there's going to be a lot of people here who are chatting. I can see already there's a bunch of people. So um, if you have a question, try to hold it, try to stay till the end, and uh, we'll get it answered. So let's get into it. This 10-week event called the fearless formula. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Well, first of all, let's answer this question. What is this? And then I'll get into why I'm doing this. So basically, what this is, is a way to help you, the guy who is full of fear, full of anxiety, negative emotions, to be able to learn how to process some of those things and be able to move through your life with little to no fear. Here's the reality. The reality is you will never ever become 100% fearless. It's not possible because you are human and you do have fear inside of you. You know, Fear is actually very important. It's taught us uh, in the past to not get eaten by lions and it's taught us uh, not to, basically to survive in, in a sense. And so it's interesting because we have a lot of fears now that would have helped us with survival thousands of years ago. But now we don't really need some of those fear mechanisms that trigger in our body because we're not going through the same things. But however, we still have fear. So for example, I bet you're probably scared to go approach a girl, but approaching a girl is not going to kill you, right? It's not. But thousands of years ago, it's something that if you didn't do, well, then you wouldn't be able to reproduce and you wouldn't be able to start a family. So it's very important that you were able to actually go and, and talk to a woman and, and succeed in that realm. Now, not so much the same case, right? Nowadays, you can talk to a lot of girls and still have the chance to talk to more. So that's just kind of one example of how fear was um, maybe more important thousands of years ago, but today, not so much. And now we don't have to be scared as of many things, but yet we still have fear inside of us. So that's just one aspect. But um, another thing besides mastering your emotions is that I'm still personally working on this, okay? So this is something that I'm still trying to uh, work on myself. I don't consider myself a person who has completely conquered the idea of fear and anxiety. So I'm doing this not only to teach you, but to help me as well. I'm sure I have a lot more information on this than than you or the average person because this is something I've studied or worked on in my own personal life, but there's still a lot more to learn. That's why I'm really excited to have some guests on. There's going to be some guests coming up in these next 10 weeks here that I'll be interviewing and talking about some topics regarding fear. And in just a minute, I'll, I'll kind of give you an idea of some of the things that's going to be covered. But yes, I'm still working on this too. And for guys who are saying hello on Facebook, hello, hello, Ken, Bilal, what's up, Lucas? Hello, everybody. Hello, Aaron. All right, cool. So what else? Uh, well, what is fear? Let's let's talk about that for a second. You know, what actually is fear? So here's the here's the lovely definition that I got off the internet. Fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Okay. So basically, when I hear that. I hear that fear is a belief, right? Because that's what it says here. It's a belief or a projection into the future of what could happen, right? So of what could happen. I think that's very interesting that that's what fear is. It's not necessarily based in something that's happening in the exact moment. You know, I think maybe once in a while you have those when you're public speaking, or maybe when you're in the middle of a conversation with a girl who you're just meeting for the first time, or maybe when you're in some dangerous situation, but those are very few and far between. I'd like to say that fear is something that is caused in you that's projecting something about the future. So you're scared or fearful of something that's going to happen. 
right? And so I, I wanted to point that out because it's interesting that really the worst thing about fear is fear itself, which brings me to probably one of the more famous quotes about fear from our former president, FDR, who said, the only thing to fear is fear itself. For many years, I never really understood that. I'll be honest with you. But um, but what it really means is that, at least my interpretation of it is that fear is the worst part about fear. Meaning you might be scared to do something, but the worst part about being scared to do something is actually the act of being scared, right? When you're, when you're in fear, it's a very unpleasant and negative emotion. You feel that... Uh, those physiological effects of anxiety where maybe you're sweating or you're shaking, your mind is racing, your heart's beating fast, you just overall feel very uncomfortable. And usually the case is, especially when it comes to dating and and women, usually the case is that it's those moments that are more painful emotionally than the actual act of going up and starting a conversation with a girl. And the reason I'm talking about that is because I know that when it comes to fear and dating, most of the fear for you probably lies around the idea of going up and starting a conversation with a girl that you find attractive, right? So again, it's you're going to find out, if you haven't done this already, that most things that you do, the fear itself is really the most painful part, okay? Brandon Smith said, and spiders. That's good. Very funny. Um, so like I said, again, examples of this are things like approaching a girl, having a conversation with a girl, uh, approaching a group of girls, um, and all the other things that I know you probably thinking in your head that you're scared of. Embarrassment, um, going on a date with a girl, right? All these things can be very scary, but you'll learn that the more and more you take action, we'll be talking about this in depth today, uh, but the more and more you take action, the less scary things are going to be. But again, it's the fear, the feeling of fear, which is the worst part. So let's answer this question. Why am I doing this? So why am I bothering to put on this 10-week program? Well, I said to you before, this is definitely something that I'm doing not only for you, but for myself as well, right? I, I like learning about this stuff. And I think being able to deliver this to you and, and help you is going to even help me even further. But one of the bigger reasons why I'm doing this is because I've been doing dating coaching for at this point in my life, probably over eight or nine years. And I've found that guys really struggle the most in this area when it comes to meeting women, attraction, and dating. I believe that guys have a hard time being able to find a woman because it's the fear that holds them back. I think that if we just magically had a pill that could make us fearless, let's just say that that was a possibility, right? That we could just automatically be fearless. I don't think that anyone would be asking much about dating advice. I really truly believe that. I don't think that there would be many questions on what it means to attract a woman because I think that what's holding guys back the most is what's happening up here in their head, is that they're so inside of their head that it's causing them to ask too many questions, trying to figure out how to control the situation. That's what happens when we live in fear. We try to control everything. So everything goes smoothly. So the thing that we fear doesn't happen. And so with all that control, it causes even more fear inside of us and causes a lot of us to not be able to take action. So in this example, to not approach a girl, to not be able to just have a conversation smoothly without wondering what's going to happen, or if you're going to embarrass yourself, or if you're going to say the wrong thing. I think that if we had that magic pill that made us become completely fearless, that it would be 10 times easier and most guys would be able to be with the women that they want. But I don't think they are because again, fear is what holds them back. And that's why I want to do this. I want to be able to help you remove as much fear as we can. Uh, but at the same time, it's not just about fear. It's also about mastering your emotions. It's about helping build your self-esteem, making you feel better about who you are as a person. So you know, I think that a lot of those things lead to the diminishing of fear. If you feel confident in who you are, if you feel that love toward yourself, I truly believe that with the growth of your self-esteem and your self-love, the fear diminishes because you don't get scared anymore of the outcome, okay? So uh, another reason uh, why I'm doing this and why this is important is because really in anything that you're learning here, 
anything that you're learning here is has two components to it. And I'm, I'm generalizing, but just hear me out. Two components. You're dealing with outer and inner. So anything you want to learn. Okay. I'll just give an example right now of golf. Okay. Let's say you want to master golf. Well, there's two components to it. There's the outer and there's the inner. The outer is the actual technique, right? That's actually you being able to hold the golf club in the specific way, know what golf club to use, know exactly how to swing it, right? Know exactly how much force to put into it and how much, um, you know, how much you need to twist the golf club to make it do whatever you need it to do. As you can tell, I'm not really a big golfer, uh, but you get my example here. So that's the outer stuff, but then there's the inner stuff, right? Can you imagine what it's like for Tiger Woods to go up there with everyone watching him and him sitting there with who knows, thousands, tens of thousands, maybe millions of people watching him on TV hit that golf, hit that golf ball, right? What is that like for him? I'm sure that is probably really intense, but he's mastered the inner part. He's mastered how to deal with the fear and the emotions to be able to focus on the task at hand, right? So again, coming back to this idea that everything that you're going to be learning, there's an inner and outer part. And I believe that's the same when it comes to meeting and dating women and attraction. There's the outer part, right? Some of the techniques in terms of like, okay, how to continue conversation, maybe how to flirt with a girl, things like that. Um, you know, there's some things maybe on style to make yourself look the best possible if you want to, you know, work on your look, right? There's all these outer things that you can work on. But then there's the other component, which is the inner component, right? We can maybe call that confidence. We can call that courage. We can call that fearlessness. But that's basically why we're going over this and why there's so much to cover here, because there is a lot in terms of the inner part of this whole idea of being able to meet a girl, be in a relationship with her. I mean, you know, there's there's plenty of relationship tips I can give you in terms of how to keep a relationship going, you know, things like communication and, and you know, making sure that you guys are going on date nights and all those things, right? But if you don't know how to master some of your emotions, some of your anxieties, some of your fears, and you're dealing with maybe some childhood wounds or insecurities, then none of that stuff is really going to work that well, right? So it's it's really crucial that you master your your inner stuff, your emotions, whatever you want to call it. And again, that's why we're going over this. You need to learn this. And it is probably one of the more important things to learn. Cool. We got some more people live with us. Awesome. Cool. So guys, just so you know, again, I'm going to be answering questions towards the end. You know, we're, we're, I'm probably going to go over some more content here that's going to go another 15 or 20 minutes. And then I want to answer your questions on anything you have regarding what we're talking about today. So that's what the questions should be geared towards about what we're talking about today. We're not going to be talking about um, anything with, you know, how do you get a girl attracted to me or questions like that? Great questions. I have videos on that. I have podcast episodes on that. But this is strictly about the content today to help you in terms of furthering and, you know, the fearlessness that we're talking about, but specific to the content today. So I just want to uh, make that clear. If you have some questions here on Facebook Live, you can go ahead and put those on there. I know there's only um, a few people here on Facebook Live as to um, a lot more people here on on uh, YouTube Live. So go ahead and, and ask some questions here on Facebook. Maybe hold your questions on YouTube. But if you, if you want to put something out there, you're not going to be here, then go ahead and... Uh, and ask a question. So some other things that are going to be covered in this program, just so you understand the next week's coming up, how to handle your emotions, how to manage stressful situations, how to deal with negative thoughts, childhood wounds. I'm going to be having a few guests on, like I said, my brother, who is a doctor, he's a doctor in psychology. He'll be coming on and, and helping and answering questions and going over some cool topics that are going to help you. And also we're going to be going over how to be more positive and optimistic and a bunch of other things. So there's a lot of great info that we are going to be going over, like I said, the next 10 weeks. So um, gather your questions and sit back and listen and let's get into it. So first, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the confidence myth. The confidence myth. I think a lot of guys have the idea of confidence wrong. I do. And I think that's probably one of the more troubling parts about confidence and being able to achieve it. And I'll explain what that means in a second. I am air quoting the idea of achieving confidence, okay? 
But the whole idea here is because guys don't understand what confidence really is, it's making it more difficult for guys to do confidence. And yes, I just said do confidence because that is the confidence myth. The confidence myth is that confidence is something that you have. Confidence is something that you have. That is not true. Confidence is not something that you have. It's not a tangible thing. It's not even a feeling inside of you. What confidence really is, drum roll please, what confidence really is, is the act of doing. Confidence isn't a noun. Confidence is a verb. You do confidence. It's not that you have confidence. You do confidence. Because I can sit here and I can say to you, is there something that you feel confident in? And you might feel confident. But what does that mean to feel confident in something? It's, it's very hard to explain. It's hard to explain because it doesn't really make any sense. Where is this confidence inside of you? Is it a feeling? I guess it could potentially be a feeling that you could do something, but really confidence is that act of doing. It's doing. So think about something that you might be confident in. So think about something that you're good at or think about something that's really, um, that's really dumb. Right? Let's say you make eggs every morning. Let's say you've been making eggs every morning for the past two years. You might say that you have confidence in making eggs, right? That's possible, but really it's the confidence that's coming out in the actual making of the eggs. That's what confidence is. It's the actual doing, okay? So that's what's more important. That's what you have to understand here. So confidence is not something that you just have somewhere. It's in doing. And what's great about that concept is that because confidence comes in the act of doing, that means that you can become confident or do confidence in many areas of your life, including doing confidence when it comes to dating and meeting women and getting into a relationship. So that's the whole idea here, okay? So again, just think about this as the weeks go on and as your life goes on, that confidence is something that you do, okay? It's an act, it's a verb, okay? Now, I have a little bit of a equation to confidence that I'm gonna be sharing with you right now. And that is, is that confidence equals competence plus the ability to step into the unknown, okay? So again, that is competence plus the ability to step into the unknown. It's those two things which really create the doing or the act of confidence. That's what it is. When you are confident and when you're doing something, so let's just say you're confident in going and approaching a girl and talking to a girl and, and speaking to her, well, there's competence involved in that, and there's also your ability to step into the unknown. Again, two verbs here, okay? Being competent and the ability to step into the unknown. So what do I mean here? Well, I mean, competence, competence is being competent in something. It's basically being good at something on some level, okay? And it doesn't even necessarily mean being a master at something or being... Uh, exceptional at something. It just means being competent, being almost good enough. Okay. That's kind of my uh, definition of competence. But the idea here is that the more competence you have in something, it's going to be easier to do the thing that you want to do. So again, we're talking about meeting women. Right now, you might be very scared to meet a woman, right? You might be very scared to meet a woman. You would be very scared to go up and approach her. That's probably because you haven't spent enough time actually going up and approaching a woman. That's probably because you don't have a lot of uh, time spent going on a lot of dates, interacting with the opposite sex. That's what I'm guessing. You're not competent in that area yet. So let's just imagine I fast forward you from now until a year from now, and you've had conversations with over 500 girls, okay? I'm not saying you've been on dates with 500 girls or you've even approached 500 girls, but somehow you landed in conversations with 500 girls and you were able to have conversations with the opposite sex. That alone would make you already more competent in the act of going up and talking to a girl. Just like my golf example from earlier, let's say you learn to swing a golf club. Well, the first couple of times you do it, you're not pretty competent in it, right? So there's no confidence there. You're not doing any confidence there because you've only swung the golf club a couple of times. But imagine if you swung the golf club 500 times. I'm sure by the 500th time, you'd be a little bit more competent in it. In fact, you would be doing more confidence there, right? Because you feel more comfortable doing it because you've done it before. 
So that's what competence is. It's really the act of, of, of being competent, but, but more specifically, practicing, putting in the work, putting in the actual effort into the thing that you want to feel the confidence of, okay? So that's part one. Hope that's making sense so far. If you guys have questions, again, you can ask them. We can, we can you know, go more into that. The second part is the ability to step into the unknown, which is huge, which is huge. And most people don't do this. And that's why I'm kind of revealing this secret now. The ability to step into the unknown is the ability to do something that you've never done before. That's where fear comes from. Not in every case, but a lot of fear comes from the fact that you've never done something before, right? A lot of people are afraid of public speaking because they haven't done much public speaking. A lot of people are afraid to do certain things because they haven't done them before. They haven't really created the ability to step into whatever it is that they're doing. So I'm going to look at this at a grander scale and say, imagine if you had a better ability to step into the unknown all the time, what if you were to always be doing things that were outside of your comfort zone? Okay, think about that for a second. Now my phone is gonna die, so I need to uh, save the battery life here. So guys, if I get cut off on Facebook, I'm very sorry, we'll try to come back to you. So again, coming back to this idea, the more and more you practice the ability to step into the unknown, you're going to be, forgive me for being extremely meta right now, but you're going to be competent in competence, okay? Not incompetent, but competent in being able to get more competent in something. So again, the more and more you step outside of your comfort zone, the more and more you do things that you're scared of, the more and more you say, hey, I feel this fear, I'm going to go do that thing that makes me feel scared. What's going to magically happen is you're actually going to get less scared and less fearful of doing things that make you scared because you already know what it's like to step into the unknown, to step into this world or this feeling of doing something that you've never done before. So I urge you in your life, where can you think of areas that scare you? Or where can you think of areas that have popped up in your life that have scared you or made you feel fearful that you've stepped away from or you haven't done all because you were scared? Even something that you didn't have to do, right? Imagine a friend invited you to go skydiving, right? That's a more of extreme example, right? I know that's, that's a pretty scary thing to do for some people, but you didn't have to go skydiving. So it was pretty easy to say no, right? Um, but there's other areas of your life where maybe you have to do something that's scary. Like you have to public speak. You have to do that for your job, right? Something like that. So then you kind of have to just go into it and do it. But again, the idea here is I want you to seek the opportunities, seek the opportunities and the areas where you can actually step into that zone and say, hey, even though I'm scared of this, I'm going to do it anyways, so think right now of times that have come up maybe in the last couple of weeks. And you know what? Let's go to the chat. Let's see if anyone right now on Facebook or on uh, YouTube, if you guys have any areas that have been scary besides approaching a woman. Go ahead and list those off and I'll, I'll read some of those off. Cool. A roller coaster. Great. Personally talking to a teacher. Spencer says producing content. Yep. Applying for a job. Painting. Awesome. Studying exams, calculus. Yeah, these are all great things. Fight with a boxer. Interesting. Interviews, live performances, afraid of talking to strangers, making friends, all these things. Great, guys. Thank you so much for participating. I really appreciate those answers. These are all areas of your life where you could take advantage of them and do them even though you might screw up, even though it might not go the way you want. But what is going to happen is no matter what happens of the outcome. So let's say for one of these examples, right? I saw selling your music, producing content, dancing in public. Let's say you had the opportunity to do this and you really screwed up. Let's say you produced a piece of content and it bombed, which by the way, I've done that all the time. Let's say you've gone and went dancing and you looked like a fool. I've also done that. Let's say you went on a roller coaster and you screamed your head off. So let's just say it didn't go the way you wanted. Here's my optimistic viewpoint on that, is that no matter what, 
even though you did that and it didn't go the way you wanted, what you did is you made yourself a little bit stronger because you practiced this idea of stepping into the unknown. So just remember that, is that every time you do something that's scary, that's fearful, that get, makes you anxious, that makes you freak out, and you do it anyways, you're actually moving closer to you being a stronger you. It might be a small inch forward, right? You might go and dance in public, produce a piece of content, try to sell your music, whatever it is. You might not feel much different, but you are moving a little bit closer. And I ask of you to move inch by inch by inch by inch through this process, because the more and more you you say to fear, hey, you exist, but I'm going to do it anyway, right? I think that should be this one of the slogans of this whole 10-week program is do it anyway, okay? Screw it, do it anyway. Every time you do that, you're becoming stronger and you're you're almost messing with the fear. You're like, you're kind of like dancing with it, you're fighting back with it and you're saying, hey, I'm going to be able to conquer you because you're not going to uh, make me paralyzed. You're not going to make me stop doing the things I want to do. And again, to really come back to what we're talking about here, we're talking about the idea of being able to step into the unknown. And again, talking bigger here, we're talking about what confidence is. I told you it's about competence, feeling competent in something, right? And the ability to step into the unknown. So just imagine if we combine those two, if we combine the idea of being skillful at something or good enough, competent, and then the second part, being able to step into the unknown all the time so things become less fearful, boom, we have now created the act of confidence. And then you will be able to do the thing you want to do. Of course, in your case, probably because you're trying here to learn about how to meet women and how to get into relationships and how to date. Right? We're talking about the idea of just being able to fearlessly go up and talk to a girl, fearlessly be able to start conversations, have conversations, talk about the things that you want to talk about. And this whole grand concept of being able to be yourself without having to um, you know, be something you're not by maybe memorizing routines or lines or, or, or trying to be some sort of person that you think would attract a woman when, when the reality is she just wants to meet you, right? It's, it's that thing right there that's going to be able to connect you to the point where you're able to be more of yourself and where you're going to be able to get women to be attracted to you, the core person who you are. It's by being able to work on the act of confidence, and by becoming fearless through this process. So I said a lot here, but let's let's go into some more stuff and we'll get questions in just a little bit. So I want to teach you a process that can help you with the idea of competence. It's kind of common sense, but I think if we look at it and label it in such a certain way, you're going to think about it in such a way that's going to help you actually do what I'm about to say. So we're talking about Systematic desensitization, okay? Systematic desensitization. What this is going to do is this is going to help you in the area of being competent in something. Basically, it's creating a system where you desensitize yourself to the thing that you are scared of or that creates fear inside of you. And this is an actual term. I did not make this up. You can look this up on Google or Wikipedia, what have you. It's called systematic desensitization. And I love this concept because I believe it is one of the true ways to work on the fear of anything. And not only that, but becoming good at something. Okay. So this means that you're going to have to do something on repeat over and over and over and over and over and over. Because that is what is going to help you be able to get good at the thing and remove the fear. Again, been using that example just 10 minutes ago, approaching a lot of girls, swinging the golf club 500 times, producing lots of content, going on a lot of roller coasters, dancing a lot in public, um, taking uh, lots of interviews for a job or doing mock interviews for that, for that matter, because I know you can't really do 500 interviews per se. But it's being able to practice over and over and over that thing. That is what is going to diminish the fear, help you become more competent, help you a little bit in the ability to step into the unknown, just a little bit. Again, when I say ability to step into the unknown, I mean stepping into multiple unknown areas. The area which you're going to become competent in will not be unknown to you anymore, which is fine, you know, which is fine because you're going to become more desensitized to it and better at it. But that's the whole idea here is repetition, lots and lots of repetition. A lot of people are very lazy and they don't do that. I don't blame them. 
I'm lazy too. There's a lot of things that I should be doing that I don't do, that I should be doing over and over and over if I want to become less fearful and more competent in it. Of course, I'm sure there's a lot of areas in your life where you can do that. You know, again, we're talking here more about dating. So in this case, it would be talking to a lot of girls, going on a lot of dates, learning about women and the opposite sex. And by doing that, you're actually putting yourself in front of them. A lot of guys won't do that. So it takes the process of systematizing a way to desensitize yourself to it. And that system, well, that's up to you, but it's it's about how to handle putting that on repeat mode. So if you want to do something, here's a little tip. You want to make sure that you're doing it all the time. To make sure you're doing it all the time, you need to schedule it in. Actually, you have to put it in your schedule. You have to work on the process of putting it into a system into your life so you're doing it on repeat over and over and over and making it inevitable. There is no shortcut. I wish there was. I wish I could snap my fingers and make you fearless right now, make you amazing with meeting the woman that you want, make you amazing at anything you want to do. But if you've heard of Malcolm Gladwell, he's a famous author. He he wrote the book Outliers and a few more. He talks about the 10,000-hour rule, which means that in order to become an expert at something, you need to put 10,000 hours in. Here's a great part about anything. You don't need to become an expert at everything and anything. You don't need that actually at all. You don't need to become an expert at meeting women. You don't need to. You can become just good enough at something like that because most people don't even get good enough. And just getting good enough will actually get you the results you want. Again, I'm not talking about settling. Of course, if you want to be amazing at something, become amazing at it. But what I'm saying is it's pretty awesome that you don't need amazing results in your life to, um, you don't need, you don't, in order to get amazing results, you can do a lot of work, but you don't have to do 10,000 hours. But you do enough work and put the time in, you will see results. So I, I kind of said two different things here. I just want to be very clear. I'm not saying you don't do a lot of work. Yes, you do a lot of work, but it's not that much that you think where you have to put in so much where it's filling up every second of your day. What I'm saying is you got to do a lot more than you're doing right now. And I promise with that, it will move you forward to where you want to go. Of course, there's other things you need to work on with that. You can't just do something and not learn about it or learn from your mistakes. There's other areas where you can tweak and get better. Um, but I am just saying this, the whole idea, the concept I'm really trying to go over right now is taking action and doing something because that's what's going to make you feel more competent and be able to be confident in the thing that you're doing. Make sense? Cool. All right. I want to go over a little bit more here. Let's talk about the idea of comfort versus discomfort. Okay. So this is connected to what I said earlier about the ability to step into the unknown, right? We're talking about the idea that in order to be comfortable with stepping into the unknown, you have to step into the uncomfortable, right? So that's a big part here. So what I want you to be doing throughout the days is I want you to be really aware and conscious of the things that are making you feel uncomfortable. In fact, I urge you to even write down in your phone or a little journal throughout the day the things that are making you feel uncomfortable. And I bet you there's at least at the least, five things. I bet you there's a girl on the train that you want to talk to, but you're a little scared to do it, right? Out of your comfort zone. I bet you um, someone asked you to do something, maybe at your job, where again, maybe you'll do it anyways, but it made you feel a little uncomfortable. And maybe you're an entrepreneur. You have to do something for your job. And if you're an entrepreneur, you actually have the choice, but uh, there's things you have to do that might make you feel uncomfortable. I bet you maybe there was an old lady who needed help crossing the street and you wanted to do it, but you were kind of scared to do it because people would be watching you. Hopefully you do something like that anyways. But again, trying to give you some examples here. I'm sure there's times during your day, write those down. Those are the things that are uncomfortable to you. Those are the things that you need to be aware of. You need to be aware of what's comfortable and not comfortable because when you become aware of those things, then you can be aware of your fear. A lot of people aren't aware of the fear. In fact, sometimes people are living in such fear that it's taking over them, that they're not even conscious of it, and they're just inside of it. And then what happens if you're inside of it and not conscious of it? Well, then you can't fix it. And then you don't have any ability to step into the unknown because fear has literally washed over you like a blanket and you can't do anything. So it's very important that you become conscious of this. So I urge you, to write them down, be aware of it, step into it. This is the first step, me telling you to do it. Now you're a little bit more aware of it, but now it's up to you to make sure you're aware of it throughout the days. So make sure that you think about that because it's the comfort zone. It's the area where you're comfortable, 
where fear doesn't exist. So you think that's a good thing because, oh, I don't feel fear. I don't feel anxiety. I don't feel my heart racing. I'm comfortable. I'm here at home on my couch watching TV and nothing bad can happen to me. I feel good. But at the end of the day, you're actually, and I don't mean to sound too dramatic here, you're actually ruining your life. It feels good in that moment. It feels good not to be uncomfortable, or I should say it feels good to be comfortable, but really that's harming you. So what I'm saying here is if you note down what's uncomfortable and you do the things that are uncomfortable, you're basically investing in your life. You're investing in yourself. You're investing in yourself to have a happier, richer, more fulfilled life. Because I promise you, you can be comfortable all day long and do nothing that's going to scare you. But what I promise is that you're not going to be happy. You're not going to feel fulfilled. And so while you're comfortable, in some cases, you're still going to be uncomfortable because you're not doing the things that you want to do. You're not getting the things that you want to get. And again, this could be talking about anything. So remember that it's a trick. Your brain is a funny thing. It plays a trick on you. It tricks you into thinking that I'm comfortable here on my couch and nothing bad is happening to me in this moment. So therefore things are good, but secretly it's destroying you day by day by day. So hopefully I'm instilling some fear into you right now that we can't have you live in fear. You need to be outside your comfort zone. So I hope that makes some sense here. Very cool. So here's what I want to give you right now. I want to give you a really cool thing that I want you to be doing for the next 30 days if you so choose to do it. And this is something that is going to be shorter than our 10-week program here, right? I said it's 10 weeks, but I'm going to give you a 30-day challenge. And I like to call it TRIPS 30-Day Challenge. I'm going to go over it with you right now. This is some practical things you could do to help you in terms of moving through fear, in terms of systematic desensitization. Because I know I said a lot of things here, right? But it's like, well, now what do I do with that? Well, I give you one tip, right? Is to start writing down some of the things in a journal or a notepad that, that scare you. But that's not enough. We want to take this to the next level. And so I want to help you with that with TRIPS 30-Day Challenge. And here's what you do. For the next 30 days, I want you to do these five things. And I hope everyone here on Facebook is still listening. We still got you here. My phone hasn't died yet. That's good. So for the next 30 days, I want you to do these five things without fail, by the way. This is not a 30-day challenge where you can only do two or three of them. In fact, if you want to get this to an intense level, you start over from day one. From day one, if on day two and up, you don't do all five things. We want to really make this strict because doing this 30 days in a row is going to help you create some habits and also really help you desensitize yourself. Because again, we're putting in a process of doing something and repeating ourselves over and over and over and over. Okay, what are these five things? The first one is this. This should be obvious because this is something that we're talking about because we're talking about dating. Is I want you to go out a minimum of 30 minutes. And I want that 30-minute chunk to be dedicated to approaching women and having conversations with women. I will make it um, a little easier on you if you want, but I, I'm, I'm urging you not to do this, but I, I have to say it anyways. If you want to make some of those 30 minutes approaching strangers and just having a conversation, that's fine too. But really, your focus should be approaching the opposite sex and having conversations with them because I know that you're probably scared to do that. So that's the first thing. When you do it, up to you. doesn't matter. You schedule it in. You figure it out. It's a 30-minute chunk. I guarantee you, you cannot watch some dumb show on Netflix or you cannot play on your phone or play video games or whatever else you do to waste time. I guarantee you can find 30 minutes to be able to go out and just focus on approaching women. So that's the first thing. The second thing is I want you to not apologize or have to explain yourself for the next 30 days. Sounds funny. What do I mean by this? A lot of guys are very hesitant to go after what they want. Maybe it's approaching a woman. Maybe it's some of the things I'm going to be going over for the rest of Trip's 30-Day Challenge. But a lot of guys, they feel very hesitant to move forward. They kind of um, feel like they have to explain themselves why they're doing something. Um, 
People might be asking you why you're going and approaching women or people might be asking you why, again, you're, I don't want to spoil it, but doing some other things we'll be doing in the next 30 days. I don't want you to apologize. I don't want you to explain yourself. I just want you to move forward and take action. I want these 30 days to be, no, I'm sorry, or, oh, I'm doing this because of this. That is unnecessary. It's a waste of time. And it's also not helping you move forward confidently in the things that you're doing. It's really holding you back. So I want to give you an excuse to be courageous, to be able to do the things that you want to do. Imagine doing that for 30 days straight, where you're doing the things that you want to do. Of course, I mean this in the most appropriate way possible. You know, I hope I don't have to explain that you're not doing this in some sort of evil way. You can't literally do anything you want and get away with it. We're talking about common sense, good things here, but but again, not having to explain yourself why you're doing something. So no apologizing. Just move forward, do what you do, and you'll be fine. Okay? Easy enough. Three, dress your best. That's right. For 30 days, I want you to put as much effort as possible into dressing your absolute best. Does this have to do with you attracting women? Only a very minuscule amount. Okay? Dressing, fashion, style is only a very tiny part of getting a woman attracted to you. Very tiny. So yes, it will help in that way, but dressing your best is going to do a few things. First, it's going to give you discipline. Something needs to happen in these 30 days that's going to give you the discipline to do something that's a little bit uncomfortable. It is going to be, of course, it's going to be uncomfortable 30 minutes approaching women every day, but I want you to be able to start getting into a routine of working hard on something that takes effort. A lot of people just kind of do things throughout the day and kind of just go about their day and really float by life. But I want you to be a little bit more conscious of something every day for these 30 days. So I picked dressing your best. It knocks a couple of, uh, of birds with one stone. So every day, wake up and focus on what can I do to look my best. Also, it's just going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel really ready to go for these next 30 days. It's going to make you feel like you're ready to take action and do some of these things that you're ready to do. It's also going to be a reminder that you're in this program. I want every day to be a reminder to you, and you'll be reminded because you'll be dressing your best because, sure, not every day you dress your best. And I mean putting on a tie, maybe even putting on a suit, putting on something that makes you feel like you're dressed up. This will be a reminder to you that you're in the TRIPS 30-day challenge, okay? Kind of like wearing a little... um reminder bracelet or tying a little string around your finger, right? Doing that is like a reminder. I want you to remember that you're in this and you're doing some of these things that you don't forget. Again, like going out for 30 minutes, approaching women, not apologizing or explaining yourself. And these next two things, which brings me to number four. Number four, I want you to collect 10 cans and or bottles every single day. What is this going to do? More discipline, Okay, more discipline, giving you something that's hard, giving you something that takes work. And also, what is this going to do? This is going to be something that might be a little scary to do because you might not find cans or bottles on the street that you can just recycle or throw away. You might actually have to go up to a person and start a conversation with them and say to them, hey, are you done with that? And they're going to be like, why? You're like, well, I'm going around and I'm recycling things today. And if you were done, I was going to go ahead and throw it away for you. Okay, so maybe it gives you the opportunity to do that. Basically, what this is doing is this is getting you out of your comfort zone, right? Because you're going to have to take time to find 10 cans or bottles in any way necessary to be able to complete the task. And of course, I want you to be doing a lot of good things in your life. So maybe this is a step to giving you a task to do something more charitable or more nice. So always good to be cleaning up trash and recycling, okay? But still, the bigger idea here is putting you in an uncomfortable situation so you can practice the ability to step into the unknown. We're doing that with a lot of things here. It's going to be unknown for you to go out and collect 10 cans or bottles. It's going to be unknown for you to dress your best every day. Maybe not something you're scared of, but still getting out of your comfort zone a little bit. And it's going to be the unknown in terms of approaching women for 30 minutes. So Ken, see how we're building upon everything here? So that's four things. Next, meditate for five minutes. Again, more discipline, right? Giving you that other task to do. And you can go to headspace.com or download that on your, on your phone. There's an app called Headspace and there's free meditations there or buy the app and uh, gives you meditations to do. Five minutes, simple. 
five minutes. I'll give you a quick tip on meditation. What meditation is, is you're sitting down in a quiet room, you're closing your eyes, and you're focusing on your breathing for five minutes. Take your phone, make a timer for five minutes, and just focus on your breathing and try not to think about anything else. So that's meditation in a very, very quick nutshell. You can study more of that if you want later on. But this is going to help calm you down. This is going to help get you into the routine of meditation since you're doing it every day. And it's going to help with your emotions. It's going to help be able to manage your emotions because a lot of our emotions comes from our thoughts. A lot of fear and anxiety comes from our thoughts. Right? We get really fearful and scared because we're thinking about something that's going to happen when meditation brings you to a space of clear thinking, of hopefully getting to the place that's very difficult of moving into the space that is free of thought, really just focusing on only your breathing. So that's pretty much it. Sounds pretty difficult. Maybe some of you think it's easy. Um, I think it's actually pretty hard, but that's the whole point. It shouldn't be easy. It should be very hard. It's not much to think about. It's only five things to do, but you got to do it 30 days in a row. You don't need to start on the first. This doesn't need to start on... um, the first of any month, you can start as soon as tomorrow. So again, 30 minutes of approaching, no apologizing, dressing your best, collecting 10 cans or bottles, and getting into the routine of five minutes per day of meditation. So try that out. That's going to, again, help out with what we're talking about here in terms of confidence because you're doing confidence. So we're helping you already become more competent in approaching women. And a lot of this is helping you step into the unknown, step into the uncomfortable zone, okay? Stepping out of the comfort zone. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take questions. I want you to ask me any questions. It could be about anything we talked about so far today. So anything that you've heard so far, maybe you've been here the whole time live here on uh, Facebook. Uh, Maybe you've been live here on YouTube, but I want you to ask me any question. We'll do a little Q&A and I'll answer some questions only regarding the stuff we talked about here. So giving you a minute, go ahead, ask your questions, and we will get into it. I know there's been a lot of questions here already, Um, but again, we're not talking about anything other than the stuff that we talked about so far today. So if you have questions on how to talk to girls, um, unless it's specifically related to how to maybe schedule time to go out and talk to girls. But we're not talking about specifics in terms of attraction techniques and things like that. Only things we're talking about today regarding confidence, competence, systematic desensitization, the TRIPS 30-day challenge, maybe the overall program. Also, I want you right now, if you have any ideas, what are some things that you want to learn? If there's anything that you want to learn in the next 10 weeks about Becoming fearless, mastering your emotions, self-esteem, write it down. LC said, so I need to approach a woman every day for 30 minutes. Yes, every day. You take 30 minutes and you work on talking to girls that you never talk to. So yes, that is exactly. Uh, Where do you go to talk to girls? Okay, good question. So where would you go to talk to girls? Really, this depends on the location, but I'm sure there's any area in your town that you could probably think of right now. So any area where there's people. It doesn't matter. Bars, malls, outside during the day, outside of class, um, anywhere where there's a population of people that you can start talking to. So that all depends on the location. Obviously, this is a lot easier for major cities. You might be in a smaller city, but I know that there's some places where people gather. That would be the place where you would do it. Jimi Hendrix, number two. Good name. Says, how do I find the time for 30 minutes a day to talk to girls? Great question. So I'm guessing whether you're in school or you're out of school, there is a time to do this. Now, I'll give you a little bit of the benefit here. If you have such a crazy, insane day where you're working 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., 12 hours a day, you know, maybe you can break it up. Maybe we can do 15 minutes during lunch and 15 minutes at night, 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes here. Ideally, you're doing it for 30 minutes straight. I don't see it that difficult to find 30 minutes. In fact, write in the chat if you do have the difficulty and tell me where the difficulty is because you can always do it at night. 
You can always go to restaurant bars at night. You can always go to places at night and start conversations with girls. And by the way, this doesn't mean you have to hit on them. This doesn't mean you have to try to get dates. It just means approaching and talking to girls for 30 minutes to get you used to it, to desensitize yourself to the opposite sex. So this can be really anytime during the day, anytime at night. Think about it. Really challenge yourself and what part of your schedule you could do this in. When could you do this? When could you do this? Even if you're really tired at night or tired in the morning, I'm sure you could fit it in. Most people I've talked to in terms of coaching, I've been able to help do this. I've never worked with anyone who we weren't able to find 30 minutes per day where they could do this. 30 minutes is not that long. Eat lunch really quickly, go off to a popular place, start talking to girls. Come home at work, go out for 30 minutes. I'm sure you can find some time. Okay, good question. If you get nervous when approaching, what do you have to do? So here's a little tip for you if you're saying, whoa, I'd love to do 30 minutes of approaching, but I'm going to get freaked out. How do I do it? Well, the good news is this in itself is going to help you get less scared to do it. But I understand breaking that barrier. So breaking that barrier is going to maybe mean you going up and doing something simple like asking her direction somewhere, asking where the nearest Starbucks is, asking where a good coffee shop is, asking her opinion on something, asking her, hey, I dressed up for the day. How do I look? Is this, is this a cool shirt? Would you recommend that I continue to wear this? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you say, really anything. I want you to get out of your head of thinking that every approach that you do has to go amazingly and you can't be embarrassed and you have to be able to get her number and it has to go so smoothly. It doesn't. You can do 30 minutes per day for 30 days and every interaction can go poorly, but really at the end of the day, you're going to have gotten so far in this process, you are going to be amazed at how much easier it's going to be to approach more girls in the future, ones that you're actually very interested in. So it can be starting a conversation with a stranger about anything. Don't put yourself in such an intense place where it has to be something so um, scary, like having to actually get her number or something like that. (laughs) Someone said, how to get over the fear of the unknown. Well, my simple answer there is by stepping into the unknown. It's a terrible catch-22. I know, guys, I wish I had a better answer for you. I know. I know it sucks, but, um, but really it's about stepping into that thing and doing that thing. And I would recommend taking baby steps. So that's another thing here. Here's another really good tip is that anything you want to do that you're scared of, you don't have to jump into it. So let's say that you want to... Um, you want to get over your fear of roller coasters. Would you go and do the scariest roller coaster first? Probably not. You probably do one of the easier ones first. Maybe you wanted to um, do some dancing and you're scared to, to dance or dance in front of a girl. Would you go to a salsa club where everyone knows how to do salsa? Probably not. That's more intense and that's a little bit more of an advanced thing to do. So maybe you go to just a random nightclub and you start dancing there and just learn some moves or just have some fun. Maybe it's with approaching women. Maybe it's not going and talking to the most beautiful girl that you've ever seen, but it's about just going up to any girl and starting a conversation with them and not necessarily hitting on them, right? So again, baby steps will help you step into the unknown and get over that fear of the unknown. See, good questions here, guys. Someone said, how to stop the girl feeling nervousness when I talk to her? The way that you're going to stop the girl feeling nervous when you're talking to her is by yourself not feeling nervous. The more you feel comfortable, the more you are feeling more at ease when you're doing the thing that you're going to do, in this case, talking to a girl, you're going to make her feel more at ease. When you get all nervous and freaked out, she's going to feel that nervous energy. She's going to get freaked out. So I think it's really important for you to do what we're talking about here, stepping into the unknown, learning how to deal with this anxiety and nervousness. And in doing that, you're going to be getting girls to feel more comfortable in in the meantime. Someone said, do I have to keep the cans or can I just throw them away after picking them up? Okay, so regarding Trip's 30 Day Challenge in terms of finding 10 cans, no, you don't have to keep the cans. Just find a can or a bottle, throw it away, whether it's on the street or someone's holding one, or you know, you see that someone left something on a table somewhere. So that would be fine. Someone said, my town is small. Would talking to people who are working with respect that they are at work, would that work? Yeah. Um, hmm, talking to people at work. You know, 
You could do that, but I really urge you, Cody, to try to find times when you can approach people who are not at work. It's okay if you think they might be busy and you're outside of work. Don't ever assume someone's busy. You know, sometimes people are just looking at their phone and not doing much and you can still start a conversation with them. But uh, I wouldn't do this at work. So try to be a little bit more creative and find some time to do it outside of work. Someone said, Trip, I can collect the bottles and talk to them at the same time. Seems like a fun way to start the convo. It does. In fact, someone might be asking, what are you doing with all these bottles and cans? And you said, hey, I'm doing a challenge right now. Just be honest with, with the person. Say, I'm doing a challenge right now every day. I'm doing a few things to get outside my comfort zone. One of them is picking up 10 cans or bottles. And it's a good thing to do anyways. And I'm doing it. And it's something that I'm doing. And then they can ask, ask, uh, ask you about it, right? So that's totally fine. You know, Again, one of the whole ideas here behind, I believe, behind becoming fearless is being comfortable with who you are and being honest with who you are and never having to lie or make excuses for what you're doing in this world. That's why I have part of the challenge is the third, the second thing is no apologizing. Don't apologize for doing the things that you want to do. You don't have to explain yourself. Be comfortable with who you are and what you're doing. Be comfortable in doing this 30-day challenge. That is going to help you so much. The second that you start to be able to remove the fear of, of being you or doing the things that you want, that is a huge step in your life. It's a huge step being able to be comfortable with who you are. And I believe that doing something like this 30-day challenge and, and doing the process of systematic desensitization will actually help with that. It's a step to a long journey and a long road of, of loving yourself more and building your self-esteem, being comfortable with who you are and what you do. Wes says, how do you come up with things to say while talking to girls without being awkward? Again, I don't want to go too deep into this because this is not a conversation um, live event. This is more about fearlessness, but I know that you guys probably have fear around that. I think the reason that you think things are awkward is because, um, well, is because you think they're awkward. You know, I'd imagine most of the things that you're going to say to a girl are probably not as awkward as you believe they are. So what I urge you to do, Wes, is to challenge yourself and to actually say the things that you want to say without holding yourself back. Again, we're talking about this idea of not apologizing or explaining yourself. So why don't you just talk about whatever you want, don't apologize for it, and really see if that becomes something that's awkward. I challenge you in that sense. I bet you most of the things that you could do or say are not as awkward as you think. They're awkward up here. You're imagining and labeling them as awkward, but they're probably not. And you're holding yourself back and doing your own labeling of what's awkward and not awkward. So how do you come up with things to say? It's about coming up and talking about whatever you want. I mean, actually, literally anything you want. Of course, common sense being appropriate. Hope you know what that means. Um, nothing overtly sexual or nothing rude or nothing harmful against somebody. But those aside, talking about anything that is on your mind, talk about the 30-day challenge. Go up to a girl and say, hey, I'm doing this 30-day challenge. I need to go and talk to girls for 30 minutes. I need to you know, um, dress my best. Hey, how do I look? Really anything, anything that you want, anything that's on your mind. Talk about what's going on in the news. Talk about anything. You'd be surprised how many people are willing to have a conversation with you about it. And again, more importantly, we want you to just get in there and talk about anything you can because we're working on this ability to step into the unknown. How to deal with rejection. Okay, in this 30-day challenge, in this experiment, in this process of doing confidence, you're going to get rejected, okay? I put air quotes on that one because I don't like to say that it's a rejection because really what you're trying to do is you're not necessarily trying to get the girl's number or trying to attract her. Really what you're trying to do is practice stepping into your unknown and being competent into something. So at the end of the day, you're really succeeding at the thing that you're trying to do. So we can throw the idea of rejection out the window. I don't care if you go out for 30 minutes and every girl doesn't want to talk to you. You're still desensitizing yourself to doing it. Yeah, it might sting a little bit more because all the girls don't want to talk to you, but I challenge you to go out and talk to thir for 30 minutes to a bunch of girls. Someone's going to have a conversation with you. That's why I'm putting 30 minutes on there. I give you five minutes, not a lot of time, not a, enough data there, but with enough data, right? Enough of you going out there and talking to enough people, you will get into conversations, you will become more comfortable in it. So don't think about 
How do I deal with rejection? More think about how do I push myself to do this 30-day challenge? How do I push myself to step out of my comfort zone? Those are the questions you should be asking. How can I schedule it into my day and how can I make this inevitable? How can I make it inevitable for me to do this? Well, I'll make it easy for you. Schedule in every day that you're going to go out for 30 minutes. Wear uh, or lay out all the clothes that you're going to wear for the next day. So the next day when you wake up, it's easy. You don't have to think about it and you can just go along with the morning and get your clothes on and and there you go. Um, Collect 10, 10 cans or bottles. Well, being aware of it all day, but hey, maybe in after the 30 minutes of approaching women, maybe you go out and look for 10 cans or bottles. So again, scheduling the time in. Meditating, that's the fifth one. Again, meditation is going to be you scheduling that in and doing it at a time when it's easy for you. Make it easy for yourself. That's my big tip there. Aiden says, should these be people I don't regularly see? Yeah, I don't want you to be talking to uh, the same people every day. It should be new people every day. Really, it should. New people every single day for 30 minutes a day. All right, I'll answer one last question here. The Duke of Pork says, if I've been without confidence for a long time, how do I get going with confidence? And I'm going to answer the same way I've been answering the whole time. You don't get confidence. It's not something you have. It's not tangible. It's not really a feeling. Confidence is something that you do. You do confidence. It's not something you have. It's something you do. Something that you're actually putting work towards in doing. Okay. So you're going to be doing confidence in the area of meeting and approaching women. You're going to be doing confidence in any area where you want to be competent in. So remember that. It's working towards doing it. If you want to do confidence, but you have to repeat over and over and over the thing that you want to do, making it inevitable and practice stepping outside your comfort zone at any opportunity possible. So I want to thank everyone for coming here, asking your questions. I'm sorry if I didn't get to answer all your questions. I wanted to just stay extremely um, in tune with what we're going over for today's content. So I'll be doing this next week, same time, 4 p.m. Pacific, next Tuesday. And I'll be going over some new material and even having guests. And then you can come here and you can ask more questions and I can help answer them. So I hope that this was helpful for to you. Say goodbye on the chat so I can say goodbye to you. Say goodbye on Facebook. Everyone say goodbye. And uh, I thank you for joining us here. And thank you for asking your questions and I hope that this helps and we got nine more weeks of this so gear up and join me next week and we will get going thanks guys